to Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies <laughs> talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows. Wait, I'm- did you say good or willkommen? I said willkommen. Uh, oh, willkommen. Tag. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or guten Morgen. Um, guten Morgen, yeah. Um, I am one of your hosts, Sarah. I, uh, ich bin Melissa. Oh, nice. Um, this is a mini pod in case you hadn't guessed and it's about, um, great British baking show. Um, and it was German week or was it Jürgen week? You'll have to listen and find out, (laughs) um, but to get the, uh, necessary elements out of the way, um, we are on Twitter at the letter T and sympathy pod. Um, we have a website, tandsympathypod.com. You can reach out and um, pay us compliments at tandsympathypod at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash tandsympathypod. And we are available to be funneled directly into your ear holes at our <laughs> podcasting home on Podbean, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts i always think it's strange when people say wherever you get them you don't really get them yeah and and additionally uh we're only available for ear holes uh any other uh uh, orifices uh, (laughs) we cannot be held responsible for (laughs) i don't need to know about where you're putting those headphones so yeah exactly uh wow several i several gasps I had this several gasps uh, during this episode for me. Yeah. So um, just to let you know, as we always do, this is a Bake Off mini pod and we talk for 30 minutes-ish or less about the um, previous nights, um, at least in the U.S., uh, episode yeah. of Bake Off. And um, we do give spoilers. So We do give spoilers. So get um, over it. <laughs> and we'll start off by saying goodbye to our elven friend, Freya. Oh yeah, I know. Goodbye. I, was a I surprised. I, I yeah. I, I will say I th- I think Paul was genuinely upset. I he seemed he did seem a little um he seemed sad yeah. that she was going and he must have voted for George to leave. <laughs> I didn't realize it. I didn't. Re- I don't really. Wow. See, I just assumed that they just like. I didn't really think there was like a voting problem. I guess you know. Maybe I he, say he advocated for George. advocated for George. Uh, George continues to be just like <laughs> flinging things. He continues to be very brusque with baked goods, and it, it continues to stress me out. Uh, but can I just go back the cold open? Uh, oh my gosh. Like, I just, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the Kraftwerk, the Kraftwerk, the Kraftwerk of it all, or just like the, or just Peru being like, no, uh, <laughs> like there wasn't even a gag around her, like unplugging it. It was just like, no, she's over it. She was over it. And I just, I really, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, so that was uh, Matt. Kraftwerk. Matt See, so, as Kraftwerk. Yeah. You know, what's so funny is that I know that, I know that 
the Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, now in the time on Shrockets, uh, now is the time on Shrockets <laughs> when we dance. Like I know that Shrocket, like I, I, I understand uh, in, intellectually that that skit is based on essentially like craft work, but I, whenever I see anything remotely resembling that, I'm like, my name is Dita. Welcome <laughs> to Shrockets. Now's the time on Shrockets when we dance. And uh, truly, I think that the, any sort of um, any sort of younger millennial or Gen uh, Gen Z or or the or TikTok generation, if they're listening <laughs> to us, they have turned us off because they're like, "What are these old bitches going on about?" <laughs> Uh, well, whether you're a Kraftwerk fan or not, I, I suggest that you Google or directly <laughs> go to hundred percent. You should watch the Mike Myers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Highly you, recommend. Should, you should also go to, to YouTube and look up, just put into the search bar. We are pork sausages, which is a Kraftwerk <laughs> parody involving hot dogs playing the synthesizer. <laughs> so. Oh, I have not seen that. So I wait, hold on. Well, put a, um, put a pin in it because I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I want to write that. Uh, I'll ask, I'll ask you off, off there. Yeah. Cause that one I have not seen. Well, uh, beyond the cold open, the basic structure of this episode was that the signature bake was German cookies, um, 24 cookies, two different kinds. One had to be like a short bread type cookie. And the other one was made with ground almonds. Yeah. And then the technical was. Prince Regent and Torten. Like another sort of one of those, you bake a bunch of thin layered things and then you. Uh, yes. And you know what? I've made put, one of put those. Put it all together. <laughs> I've made one and I have some things to say. Oh my God. Okay, great. When it comes to time to discuss the technical. And then the signature was a tiered yeasted cake, which I also find offensive and so did Jurgen. <laughs> I, I similarly find it offensive I have notes I also have notes uh, but people shocked. did pretty well on the cookies I think okay so here's the thing I get it like I get that there are there are there are German cookies like the the horns and the uh, you know mandel mandelhörnen uh, and the like, I get, I get, I recognize that there is a cookie culture yeah. specific to Germany. However, the way that they Prue, Paul, mostly Prue and Paul, let's be real, like talked, kept saying like, their German biscuits should be this, their German biscuits should be that, and I'm like. Are we also just supposed to accept that there's something called German biscuits that like everyone knows about? Like I knew, like obviously everyone knows about like Linzer cookies, but it was just seemed so weird to me that they phrased it like German biscuits as opposed to just saying like their biscuits should be. Like German biscuits are not a thing. Like there are cookies that are primarily German I, am I, I I feel like I, I feel like I may have spun out a little bit on this but it broke my brain I think they were a lot of those were maybe just cookies that are called other things other places 
But like, I think of like, like the only one really I know, like off the top of my head is like Pfeffer Noose. Pfeffer Noose. And nobody made Pfeffer Noose. Or the uh, Zimstern. Sorry, Germany. Zimstern. We saw like uh, butter, like spritz cookies, as probably Americans would know them. And um, Glühwein sandwich cookies. Um, George did some with the little, the fancy roller that puts the intricate. Springerla. Springerla. And um, Jurgen made some coffee horns and and stars and stars, um, and everybody's for the most part. For the most part, we're fine. Pretty good. Um, Lizzie can't stop herself from. I'm not even going to say gilding the lily because they weren't lilies to begin with, but um. Her little smiley, they weren't smiley faces. Lizzie can't stop herself. Yeah, let's, let's. Uh, I have that. several notes on, on Lizzie, but um, <laughs> I'll get to my first one since it's literally the first thing um, where she, <laughs> after she got judged and Paul said they were underbaked and she's like, uh, well, I tried them and Jurgen said they were overbaked and like, I, maybe Paul just doesn't know what he's talking about. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Literally, the only opinion that matters here is Paul and Prue, Lizzie. You need to, like. Was she talking about that batch or had she made another batch or do they? I think she had practiced and Jurgen had said they should bake for 15 minutes. And then, or I think like, I think originally. Like maybe when she had practiced, she had done it for like 11 minutes or like 10 minutes. And then she tried and Jurgen was like, no, it needs to be 15 minutes. And so that she ended up baking it for 10. Long story short, she was basically like, well, I'm not going to listen to Paul. And I'm like, no, that's literally the whole point of this thing. I, um, I guess I hadn't thought about this. And like, of course, like, it's very obvious. Like, of course they're practicing during the week in the bubble. Right. Yeah. It's very, I, I mean, I, I have this floating around in my brain a lot and I haven't really said it out loud, but I find it very discombobulating or disconcerting or whatever that they always say like, well, it's been a long two days, but they're wearing the same clothes. Yeah. I have wondered. I don't, I don't actually know if they do in fact practice all week they do in fact bake one day take off the clothes that they have sweated and are likely covered in flour uh like do they do they take them off get them laundered overnight and then put them back on for a second day like they're all wearing this and it's not just the cook like everyone is wearing the same clothes which leads me to believe that it is not in fact occurring over the span of two days that it really does span that they bake everything in one day no i bet that they um i bet that they wear the same clothes i bet they're laundered and they wear the same clothes because um, at continuity of editing so that if they want to throw in a scene you know a reaction there you go yeah because there's it befuddles me Time-wise, I just don't think they could do it in one day and like not be totally shattered. Yeah, it's very confusing to me. Um, Uh, But but I I assume they do uh, work uh, practice during the week. I like the idea of that. I like that they're all just hanging out. No wonder they're so like 
close to one another. It's hard to know what's going on when Lizzie is your narrator, really, but. (laughs) Hard to know what's going on when I feel like the inside of her head is like, and I don't mean this from an intelligence perspective. I just mean this from uh, like it's hard to no, it's a, like it's I a, feel like the inside of her head is like a Disney animated birdcage like yeah, a gilded birdcage with like small blue birds just kind of like you know it's having a, a, having a time having a mare it's a Lisa Frank sticker album in there yes yes um okay so Everybody did pretty well, but let's talk about who got a handshake. You know it. <laughs> Jurgen. It was Jurgen. I thought, I really thought for a minute that Giuseppe was going to get one too. I did too. And I also thought Christelle might get one. Yeah. Because there's I'll- like a stance. There's a stance <laughs> that Paul, it's like, um, it's like a silverback gorilla. Like, yeah. It's like hunching a, like over. A hunch. Yeah. But the, the technical challenge was a classic bake-off technical in that yeah. it was the, so it's a Prince Regent cake, which is eight layers of Genoese sponge um, with ganache, ganache or cream? Yep, ganache. ganache um, between the layers and then a, like a shiny ganache that's poured over the top. So it's supposed to be very flat on top, very neat. And then 12. It's a pin. 12. Um, blobs flowers what did they call them flourishes something uh rosette rosette thank you (laughs) um it's similar to they've done that you know it's it's nearly identical to things that they've done in the past like a dobos tort or a soccer tort yes uh isn't that i think like feel like the princesa cake is pretty similar had the layers they had to make the gilded chocolate crowns to pipe um and I noticed, I'm sure you noticed this as well, there's something new added to the tent this week, which was uh, fans. I did not. They had little fans mounted to their baking. Oh my table. God, no. And I thought, you know what? If you can put 12, I mean, I know there's not 12 of them, 10, however many are left, fans in that tent and have them all running. You cannot tell me that it would be all that much noisier to have air conditioning. Just, okay, look, just get like the ginormous, they're literally called, like the brand is called like big ass fan and, and they're very large, but they're very quiet. Cause they just kind of like have huge, uh, paddles or whatever. And they move, they move a lot of air. Well, I'm just putting I the production can't. on blast because the, the thing has always like been, oh, we can't do it because it's too noisy and we have to have quiet and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you can stick a bunch of little fans blowing in their faces, then guess what? Also, then stop making them temper chocolate in yeah, the well, summer so it was, outdoors. It was hot in the tent again, which we hear every season, but um, shocking. So they had four hours or four and a half hours. I think it was four. Uh, that's impossible. <laughs> like yeah, the fact that anybody completed those cakes to the degree that they did. Horrifying. Because I made one of these and I've made a dobosh tort and it takes all day. Yeah. Unless you do imagine. it overnight. Um, because everything has to set and chill and rest and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And 
I know that that's the whole point is to like, see how well you can do under duress and like they can't have 16 hours to make, to make a Prince Regent cake, but four hours, it's just unbelievable. And the fact that as many of them did untenable, it's just unbelievable. I love that Jurgen was like, it should be five millimeters. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so do you think he was getting sick of the German jokes? Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I I could see. I don't blame him. Honestly, he's too kind to be like, knock it off, guys. But I feel like he's like, I'm German. It's funny. And what's so funny is that, like, he's like, had said, I feel like he voiced this in several different areas. Um, He's like, I don't eat, I don't eat chocolate. Like, I don't eat, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't eat these things. Well, that's the, and you brought this up on the, um, well, it wasn't Italian week, but it seemed like it because the bread, it was bread week and they had to make focaccia and ciabatta bread. And you brought this up about Giuseppe is that like a person who, like a, an Italian person living in Italy probably is not making it. Yeah. Isn't necessarily making, I mean, they may, but you know, yeah. Um, and so like when he said, no, I've never made one of these and I've also never eaten one. It was like, yeah, because I get, I bet, I bet if you, were... you buy it from the store, yes, like exactly. a normal person, <laughs> but like, I don't make Oreos, you know what I, yeah. mean? <laughs> I, don't make... I have, but I don't, normally... right. <laughs> I don't make cereal. Right. I don't. <laughs> I don't so make it kind of like, no, I would never make this cake just like for the hell of it. It's takes it's forever. Fussy and stupid. And yeah. And he didn't, um, he didn't come in first. Giuseppe. He didn't. I by. wrote another gasp heard round the world. Yeah. Did he come in third? Uh, fourth. Oh, oh. Behind Lizzie, which just grinds my gears. Lizzie had a good week. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I so so the the showstopper was a tiered yeasted cake. Which, first of all, again, my notes are: are the Germans famous for yeasted cakes? I I was unaware of this. Like to me, when I think of a yeasted cake, I think of a Savarin, and I I think of brioche. I don't. I, is I there an I- underground German yeasted cake? movement that I uh, the world is unaware of I think of panettone panettone yeah which is basically what Giuseppe made sorry also to Italy um no it's fine well they so they had to make a tiered one which means you have to make a huge one and this is something that we've seen on bread week before is people make these giant plaited like ring and they never cook and they're always raw in the middle they're either underbaked or they're straight up raw I wrote uh, will no one ever learn about chocolate and tahini? <laughs> will no one learn the lessons? <laughs> they never, it never bakes. It's always raw. Stop using it. Yeah, too much moisture. It's too much moisture. And um, so there were a lot of, uh, everybody's looked pretty okay. Um, Lizzie's came out of the pan in two pieces. <laughs> I wrote... When they said that her she's got cream cheese filling and pineapple flowers, I gagged. I, I that sounds and correct me if I'm wrong. Repulsive to me. They are not big on 
like the tangy cheeses. No. Because every time somebody puts goat's cheese in something, they literally like scrunch their faces and up. They all ne- no one ever does cream cheese frosting. No, I mean, don't. no one ever does a carrot cake with cream cheese frosting ever, which is fine. I'm generally not a huge fan of cream cheese frosting, but whatever. I'm not judging. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really do appreciate that Paul uh, apologized <laughs> to Jurgen for the dumb challenge. Yeah, for the dumb challenge. <laughs> He was like, this would never happen. You would this never would do never this. happen. He's like, yes, we slightly anglicized it. And for that, we apologize. I just, um, I don't know. Yes. It, it, I feel like Jurgen was like, got it, guys. I, yep. Uh, Freya's was a little bit of a disaster. It was very pretty, though. I don't know. Uh, it may agree be- with her though her commentary of like i'm not sure it was a disaster like it looked delicious and like i am it- curious oh. when they say like she brought it up and they were like well it's the she poached plums or whatever in glue vine in the bottom of her or in wine so did amanda and oh which i have an amanda note that i need to get uh, that really got fired up but go ahead please continue but she she brings it up and it looks it looks good it looks rustic but not in not in the happy not in a bad way yeah like in a in a nice uh wedding in a field way yeah and they were like oh this looks um it's it's a pity because it's run all down the sides and i'm, I'm like, like that's supposed it was supposed to do that but in the next breath they were like you should have drizzled icing down the side of it and i'm like well <laughs> which what, make up it? your mind here guys get it uh. so what's your amanda note uh who wants oh, wow wow amanda uh who wants to tell amanda that in 2021 germany and austria are two different countries <laughs> Edelweiss is not German. It's Austrian. <laughs> She's been watching too much Man in the High Castle. You have been watching too much Man in the High Castle. She's like, it's Sound of Music. And I was like, yeah, that's not the lesson you were supposed to take away from that, Amanda. No. That, like, <laughs> you were not supposed to take away that, like, oh, now Austria's German. No. <laughs> No, no, not at all. You have the wrong country, my dear. Uh, my note from the final challenge was when Jurgen was talking about his kneading technique, and he said, "I have quite a violent. Uh, I call it the French slap." And I was like, well, I "That sounds like something that you go to the free clinic for. <laughs> Come down with the case." Oh, the French slap. Oh, the French slap. I, I thought Chig's showstopper was lovely. I don't think it was overbaked, but whatever. Um, and I really do. I do appreciate this happens occasionally, not often, but occasionally. And it has happened in past um, season series when like one of the judges, usually not Paul, but like one of the judges is like, uh, hey, guys, uh, the this, you know, front runner X, like this is still quite good. Like, yes, stop. We're grading on a curve here and it's not appropriate right? Uh, because I appreciate that. Although I will say 
Jurgen, you, you made bread. Like it was like he he braided, and but like again, I'm unfamiliar with the yeasted cake, the German German yeasted cake culture. Maybe that's <laughs> what they are. But like he did essentially make like platted loaves that he tiered. But I feel like, like his I don't know. I feel like his approach was I'm not gonna tart this up. Like I'm not. And I appreciate that because Lizzie is like, I'm going to tart this up and it made me want to die. I feel like that people generally on Bake Off need to resist the urge to go tropical with um, coloring, with coloring and with things that don't really lend themselves to tropical. Like if you're making a cake, go nuts. But like a yeasted cake doesn't really say... um, Pineapple, oh, pineapple, and cool. coconut, or whatever else she had on there. Um, but Paul, yeah. she got it up there, and Paul was like, "Oh, I quite like the look of it." I know he did, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" Again, this the is just proof. Again, this proves that Paul has the palette and and possible just like general design sensibility of a seven year old boy. <laughs> Well, Freya went home and uh, Giuseppe won. Giuseppe was star baker. In a I very well deserved. Oh, yes. Say. Very well deserved. I think Jurgen was a little like, <laughs> I mean, what, what can you do? Like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah, I think Jurgen was like, great. I don't like cakes. Right. Well, when Noel said to him, like, oh, if you lose, like, you'll never be able to go back. And Jurgen kind of looked at him like, yeah, I don't live there so <laughs> he's like no i'm on the great british bake-off i i don't care what um do we know what happened to noel fielding i'm gonna assume he had a case of the trots i don't know you want me to google it i'm guessing it wasn't the rona since they didn't shut the production down ill noel fielding ill bake-off left fans concerned he's feeling under the weather uh, he doesn't say. Mm-hmm. The I mean, star has yet to speak out. I'm. That's why I'm going with uh, case of the poops. <laughs> yeah, there was some um, scuzzy tabloid last week that because I was looking it up last week and it was like he was looking pale and I'm like, uh, he always looks pale. What are you talking kind of his... about? That's his jam. Yeah. That's Have literally you... his whole bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched him ever? Also, on anything. Nobody looks pale standing next to Matt Lucas. Not <laughs> even Noel Fielding. Oh, I love him so much. Uh, what's next week? Do you know? Pastry. <gasps> oh. Gonna be a big one. I would have been interested to see what Freya did pastry without butter. Yeah. What I mean, is vegetable <sighs> shortening? Oh, maybe. Crisco? <laughs> yeah. She was a precious, precious fairy angel, and I liked her as a person, but I never wanted to eat her bakes. Put it mm-hmm. that way. That's a good way of putting it. They never really kind of did it for me. Well, I'm looking forward to see what becomes of... I don't know. It's like it's like Giuseppe's to lose at this point, right? Uh, I think it's Giuseppe and Jurgen's to lose. 
Chiggs is up there. I love Chiggs. I mean, I, I, he's, he's first in my heart. I know. I know he is. <laughs> I love him. I don't know why. I just do. Oh, it's because he's cute. I mean, he is adorable. Also, he lives in Britain. What does it matter? I mean, my God. Well, stranger things have happened. Mm, have they? <laughs> he lives in he lives in Leicester. Hmm. I don't know anything about Leicester. Uh, it's a, a city in the East Midlands. Melissa, it's spelled Leicester. <laughs> yes, but it's pronounced Leicester. Um, now I sound like those those <laughs> two random girls with the podcast. <laughs> Greta Thunberg just stop <laughs> what does she do she just sits there <laughs> well now would you mind playing us out I would love to so we're on social media we're on the twitter letter teen sympathy pod we have a website that has all of our I was going to say back issues. Wow. Well, <laughs> our catalog, uh, teaandsympathypod.com. We are, uh, we have an email address. We're, again, please send us uh, florid compliments. It's pod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash teaandsympathypod. Uh, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Uh, put your earbuds wherever you desire. Just don't tell us about it. Um, as always, send us your show ideas. Um, and, you know, until next time, uh, I'll be the same. <laughs> this is the Tea and Sympathy Podcast signing off. The Tea and Sympathy podcast is hosted and produced by Melissa and Sarah. It is recorded from Cleveland and Nashville on Zoom using Blue Snowball USB microphones. Tea and Sympathy is edited in Audacity, a free, open-source, cross-platform audio software available at www.audacityteam.org. Tea and Sympathy is hosted and published on Podbean. Thanks for listening.